Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is a perfect intro to our next guest who comes in. There are very few in the country that have more pull when it comes to that round ball. He's coached it. He's taught it. He's done it himself. And he's Coach Butch McAdams. And, Butch, you knew today your phone will be ringing off the hook. A lot going on with hoops. Let's start off with what happened on the hilltop and the dismissal of Patrick Ewan. Well, Doc, always a pleasure to uh, come strong to the mic with my main man, the DOC. It was inevitable. Um, It was the worst, and it pains me to say it, but it was the worst job of coaching I've witnessed at the collegiate level. And I think it goes to the old adage that because you were a superstar player does not necessarily translate that you will be a productive coach. And let's keep in mind, Patrick had never been a head coach at any level. And then he's coming to his alma mater and he's coming into the Big East. So I think it was a disaster from the very beginning. Butch, the, the big thing that I know a lot of people wonder, me specifically, when it comes to Pat's tenure there, is how involved he was in recruiting. Because you know it. This area is rich with talent on private school, yeah. public school. I mean, so many guys fall between the cracks. And being that this university has so much tradition in history, it seemed like they weren't even able to, to, to capture the local guys, and I know Maryland struggled with that in recent years as well. Is it just a, a matter of guys wanting to get away, or, or, or how involved was Pat in the actual recruiting process? Well, I can't say how much he was involved, but I will say that if he was not involved, he should have been involved. And there's so many, as you stated, uh, historically, this has been one of the greatest areas for talent as it pertains to basketball. And I've heard, I do know this, that a number of people throughout the last two or three years have said, hey, I've called the Georgetown office to tell them about this prospect, about that prospect, and it was no follow through. And so you have to, to me, the sign of a strong program at the collegiate level is how well you protect your home turf. 
And let's look at back in the glory days with big coach. It, it wasn't a matter of can Georgetown recruit you? It was a matter for the most part of does Coach Thompson want you? Right. <laughs> And he had a pipeline to Dunbar, D.C. with um, Anthony Jones, Craig Shelton, Bebe Dorn. He had a pipeline to McKinley Tech. He had a pipeline to Dunbar of Baltimore and Spingarn. And that's what you need. And if you look around the nation, and you see, like my guy, Luca Garza, Georgetown mm-hmm. let him get away. Uh, the young man at Michigan from from the Damascus, yeah. yeah. He's there's, not at Georgetown. The bigs, the bigs. Mm-hmm. I can see a guard. Yes. Patrick not getting the guard. Right. Well, maybe you can talk me into that. Okay, but mm-hmm. bigs. Yeah, not wanting to be mentored or tutored. By him, I, 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 that's the part where I need help. I need an answer. Yeah, I, I totally well, agree. I just, think, I just think that in order to be a top flight, and you guys know this as well as anyone, as I see it in my experience, in order to be a top flight collegiate coach, you've got to have the charisma. You've got to be able to communicate exceptionally well, and you've got to be – an extroverted individual. You got to be in the community. Coach Thompson, you would always see him at the boys club at number two. Uh, You would see him at the various summer leagues. And if you didn't see coach, you would see his disciples who were out there identifying players. I don't know if Patrick made that connection with the community. I don't know that. And then also, we can talk about the players that he didn't recruit, but let's look at the players that he recruited and for one reason or another played one year Mm -hmm. and they were gone. And it was no continuity. And every year seemed like he was starting from scratch. And that's not good. Yeah, you can't rebuild it even in the NIL and the portal era that we're experiencing now. It doesn't seem that way. And, you know, I start thinking about a guy like Shaka Smart, who yes. has got Marquette now mm-hmm. thriving. And it was always that kind of person that I envisioned that Pat could be like or would be like or have connections like. And I'm trying to figure out where was I wrong with that, and what do you see the next chapter being? Well, as I stated earlier, Doc, I think you were wrong in others because it's very difficult to be a head coach without head coaching experience. Okay, okay. And I don't know if Pat had any coaching experience other than the NBA, and that is a totally different animal than at the NCAA level. So I see that as the as the major problem with the Ewing era. Mm-hmm. Now moving forward, mm-hmm. I don't think Georgetown and the administration will make that same mistake. I think they will bring in someone who has head coaching experience and has a proven record of taking a program 
and winning and being productive. Now, you know, we're hearing all types of names. Rick Pitino, Pitino. Rick's name's thrown out there yeah. now. Yep, Rick Pitino, okay. Mike Bray, right. um, uh, my man Coach Cooley from, from yeah. Providence. If they were smart, they would they would get somebody that's got deep ties in this area. They've got to make this their stomping grounds. We can't have Michigan coming in here and taking players away. we got to secure our own. Yes. That's where I feel like it yeah. starts at, and that's why I feel like I don't know if the university helped him enough with surrounding him with people that, like I said, have deep ties to the area because that's what you need. Well, he picked his own staff. Well, yeah, he, he picked his own staff, yeah. and – Everybody, I don't, I don't think anybody on the staff was under 50. No, right. And, and also, I don't know if he made himself available, as I stated earlier, mm-hmm. to the community people. And did he have the disciples like Coach Thompson had? Coach yeah. Thompson had eyes and ears all over this city, all over the city. And it extended up 95 North to Baltimore. So it wasn't coincidental that he was able to get a Michael Graham or mm-hmm. David Wingate or Reggie Williams, okay? Uh, just to name a few, uh, or Michael Jackson. And, and so the head coach, let's say hypothetically, you can bring in a Rick Pitino. But then Rick Pitino, if he's wise, We'll look at, and I'm just throwing some names out I that I like. Right. The first person I would call for an assistant would be Eric Singletary at Sidwell Friends. Because mm-hmm. this guy, in my opinion, and I'm biased, but he is a rising star in the coaching ranks. Look at what he has been able to do yeah. at Sidwell Friends, a national program now, mm-hmm. several D.C. state titles. And so you, you, you call a guy like a Eric Singletary, you call a guy like a Rob Nickens at Roosevelt, uh, Malcolm Battle at Bard, and there's so many others. I'm just naming those three. Yeah, there's so have, many. And I, I think that's the right approach. And I think like Dawkins and everybody on the staff is 50 and over when you're going into these folks houses to try to recruit people. I know you're trying to recruit the parents too, but the kids got to be bought into wanting to join the program too. And if, Patrick comes in and says, hey, son, I want you to come to Georgetown. It's not going to get me going. No, no. And and then also, you got to play the game to a certain extent. And that game is you've got to be connected with the AAU coaches. Yep. So Gary hey, Williams is really the only guy yes. that has proven that you, he could win his way fighting that system. I loved watching him do it. But he's a bulldog, and he was a lot younger than Patrick right. is. And right. I don't care and what anybody says, age matters. Oh, absolutely. Age, yeah. age matters. And I'm going to give you Exhibit A. If you're a Hoyer fan, and I am one, yeah. that you hope the Hoyers can copy what the Terps have done this year. Mm-hmm. New yep. coaching staff, mm-hmm. but they have two Tremendous assistants who are from the area, yep. and and look at what they've accomplished this year. But guys next and year. listeners, yep. hey, in the future they're going to be even better. Oh, next oh, year you see what they got coming the in. Class next year is insane. 
Yeah, and, right. and one thing about it, and you will see Coach at a high school game. If Paul Six is somewhere around it, yep. he's there. Oh, he That's ain't right. far away from it. And remember all the stories that Coach would tell us about being at number two boys club. Coach is sitting up in the stands. And then they have all them gymnasiums. They watching blacktop. <laughs> you know, and you know Coach don't like the sun. So for him to be out in the sun, <laughs> you know that he definitely wanted to win. Now, Butch, I wanted to get your take on it, ask you about the tournament overall. Does it matter about the number one seeds at this point? I mean, what matters to you when you look at this and our guy Eminem, he'll start wagering and betting on everything. So I'm wondering, trying to drop him some knowledge. What are you looking for in these tournaments? Who do you like and who do you think is a fraud? Well, the first thing I look at is the same thing as it pertains to your sport football, it's not always the best team that wins, but the team that's playing the best mm-hmm. at tournament time. Okay. And and yeah. that's what I'm looking at, okay? And then secondly, I'm looking at the team that has the experience in terms of players that have been in the tournament and have advanced deep in the tournament. So having said that, um, I like UCLA, and I like Kansas. Now, I'm not saying that Alabama and Houston are frauds. I'm not saying that. But right now, and again, like the great Ken Beatrice used to say, mm-hmm. um, I don't have a crystal ball and St. Peter <laughs> yeah. doesn't whisper in my ear. <laughs> okay. But uh, just making an analysis, I like UCLA. I like Kansas. Even with the injury, the UCLA just yeah, suffered the, injury, the kid. That's, get that's my problem. That boy was yeah. like, he was like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. He not only did I mean defensive pack twelve player of the year, but the energy and you know, and again, I leave the numbers to you and Sheehan and Galdi right. and all you statisticians, mathematicians. But when a guy doubles point production, his presence on the floor, and he's not a scorer. That, to me, is phenomenal contrast. It reminds me of a Dennis Rodman playing guard. And that's right. a hell of a lot. But people lose. you got to be able to, right, you right. Have people to, be able lose, to win but, no matter what. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I still, even with that tremendous loss, I still like UCLA because I like their experience and I like the conference that they're playing in. And, and again, for the very same reasons, I like Kansas, but 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 to me, the big story as well is who will probably not be in the tournament. You look at Carolina. Yeah. How in the world can a second place finisher with three or four starters back play so poorly this year? Mm. That's a tremendous question mark. Duke, of course, a transition in Kentucky. So it's, you know, I'm not going to say it's a changing of the guard because you still have blue blood programs such as the, the two that I mentioned, Kansas and UCLA, but it's a different game. It's a totally different game. And who knows? The Terps may get on a run, and I'm not saying that they can win it all, but who knows if they continue to get hot yeah. and play good basketball, how far – look, it's one game at a time. 
and 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 as uh, my man Derek Wittenberg would would say, uh, hey, win, survive, and advance. Mm. Love that, Coach. We appreciate being the knowledge. We, we um, I hope you don't put your phone on silent because you know this is <laughs> yeah. your month, and we're gonna be riding you like Secretaria. Well, All right. Hey, I'm always here, man. Right. My pleasure, and I uh, thank you guys. Good deal. That's Coach Butch McAdams. As Coach Thompson would say, simply, one of the best. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.